Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind, Body, Spirit, You on Blog Talk Radio. Mind, Body, Spirit, You is a collaboration between five inspirational and unique women who have joined together with the intent to assist you in making your life the very best it can be. You can find us at www.mindbodyspiritu.com. There are many live shows and podcasts offered each month, and all are available in the free archives under the Mind, Body, Spirit, You tab at Blog Talk Radio. Our shows cover a variety of topics, healing, spirituality, health and wellness, metaphysical concepts, and scientific discoveries. Many of our shows allow time for you to call in and ask for assistance on your journey of transformation and discovery. We are all aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our world. And that is exactly what we are here to discuss. So please, join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and transform. Here's the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us tonight. This is Mind, Body, Spirit, You monthly channel, and I'm your host, Reverend Leah Fortner. I am joined with two lovely ladies this evening, Dodie Mitchell and our channel, Laura Morante. Hi, ladies. Hi, Leah. Hi, Leah. How is everyone tonight? Doing great. Excited to channel. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Great to be here. Wonderful. I'm very curious tonight to see where we're going. It's always you know, maybe if we have a new listener, uh, just for those of you who don't know, it is spontaneous. So we start the show not knowing where we're going to go, only that, like Laura has just mentioned, we're surrendering to spirit. So I find myself being curious tonight where we're going to be led and always excited to connect to spirit and see what comes through. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you'd like to call in during the show, we welcome you to. Uh, if it relates, hopefully, to the channel, it's usually what we ask during the group um, channel at the end of the month that you, your questions relate to the topic at hand. Uh, but if you would like to call in and you feel inspired to do so, that phone number is 646-595-2385. And just a couple annou- announcements before we get going tonight. Uh, we do have our couple of broadcasts coming up, and our Soulful Midday Getaway, which is usually uh, mid-month, has been moved up a week. And we're still going to get to it, though, and that's still going to be uh, at 12 o'clock in the middle of the day. So if you want to take a lunch break and join us or just a peaceful centering time in the middle of your day, that will be October 1st. Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that show 
is uh, focused on call-in. You can call in and ask any question you have for your personal life or well-being or whatever's on your mind or in your heart at that time. It's a little bit more direct than this general monthly channel that we do. So that's Wednesday, October 1st at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also are going to have our monthly channel as always, the last Friday of every month in October, which excitingly will be on Halloween. So I can't think of anything more fun than channeling spirit live on Halloween. So join us for that. That'll be uh, same time, same place. That's 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Friday, October 31st for our Halloween channel. Woo! <laughs> I just wrote that in there. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else. Oh, and that same weekend, Laura and I are participating in a wonderful retreat, Revitalize the Divine Feminine Retreat. And we're going to be offering workshops and treatments. There's going to be yoga and a lot of amazing practitioners from around the area will be there. This is going to be held in Delray Beach. Um, if you want more information about this retreat, you can go to the divineretreats.com and check out all the details about that. We would love to see you there. You can stay at the hotel. It's uh, being held at the Hyatt. Or you can, if you're local, you can just pop in for the workshops during the day. Either way, that's going to be a lot of fun that same weekend, um, October 31st, all the way through Monday, I think the 3rd, somewhere around there. But check out the website for more details, which was thedivineretreats.com. And I think that's all the information that we have to get out there. Oh, one more thing, actually. Let me bring that up. If you do enjoy tonight's broadcast and it connects to you in some way and you feel inspired to leave a love donation, we welcome you to do so to support us uh, putting this out there for you guys. And that you can do by scrolling down to the bottom of your screen and you'll see a link for love donation. So uh, thank you in advance if you choose to do that for us. Otherwise, I think... This is one of my favorite parts where I get to hand it over and enjoy the ride while Dodie takes us through a meditation. Dodie, you ready? I am. Thank you, Leah. So uh, it's a busy day for many people, and um, when it's uh, when we tap into spirit, it is just as much about the loving energy that comes through as it is the words. So. I'd like us all to just take a moment to bring ourselves into a, a space of receptivity, a space where we can just be and not have to do. So find your way into a comfortable position, sitting or lying or wherever it is, that you can really just be totally comfortable for the next few minutes and close your eyes. Take a long, deep breath in, expanding the belly, Filling the lungs. And then slowly exhale. And again, a long, slow, deep breath in. And exhale. Allow your body to relax into the breath. Breathing in slowly and deeply. Exhaling, let the jaw unclench and the face relax. Breathing in slowly, 
deeply. Exhaling, let the shoulders relax and come down. Breathing in slowly. And exhaling, let the belly soften. Long, slow, deep breaths in and out. Releasing. Letting go. Giving way to peace and calm. Yes. And now, release control of the breath and just let it move with the rhythm of your body. Gently in. Gently out. Letting the breath be what it wants to be. Feeling its movement. However subtle. And let it take you inward. Let it bring you inward. Gently. Deeply. Into stillness. Gentle breath. Gentle stillness. Peaceful stillness. Allow your heart to open. Allow yourself to receive the gifts of spirit. Allow yourself to feel the love. And Laura, I'll hand this gratefully over to you now. Mm, thank you, Dodie. All right. <clears throat> I'm already feeling it, so I'm just going to jump right in. Here we go. As we engage you here this evening, we take into consideration the importance of this day to so many, to so many on the earth, to so many in this energy. The idea that today is the beginning of a new year, it is a new day, it is a new time. That is the energy you are swimming in. And it is perfect and it is divine and it is interconnected with the experiences you have been having up till now. So regardless of your religion. Use the intensity of the energy of this day to begin to feel free, to move forward, to begin to feel entitled to engage this new energy that you are looking to manifest in your physical reality. Begin to see how interconnected we all are as souls and how the intentional frequency of the collective field in this moment is celebrating this idea of it being a new year, of it being a new time and a new era and a new moment for each of you to begin again, to begin to see life from that all-inclusive state of awareness, of wonder, of awe, of curiosity at the potentials available to each individual. It does not matter what religion you say you belong to, for ultimately you belong to the divine. Ultimately you belong to the one energy that we are all a part of. And in whatever way, whatever religion it is you call yourself a part of, terms it, we are all a part of the creative process and we are all moving through the same creative experience as creative energy. So yes, you do have the authority 
to begin to rectify your own issues, to begin to realize how it is you've been um, experiencing this human existence and how it is your inclinations of the body, the mind, and the ego have been affecting your ability to remain true to the aspect of you that knows who you are, to that soulful side of who you are. That is what this time is for. A reconditioning of the energy that we are, where we begin to look at how it is we've integrated our energy in this human experience. That's the way you want to view it. Yes, you can say, how is it that I act here? Where do I make my choices from? Or how do I integrate my energy into this human experience? That's what you're doing. And that's a a much more expansive way of viewing your position here in this collective society that you exist in. What is it that you're adding to the experience? How do you make your presence known or felt to others in your inner circle, in your community, or in this collective awareness. Take yourself to that level of consciousness. Begin to see your life from that point of view. Why wait? Why wait till you're beyond physicality to see and know what you can see and know right now? To be aware of the inclination of your soul and to align with it intentionally, to choose, to honor, who you are, the purposefulness of the energy of who you are, the inclination of the soul that you are, isn't this the time? Isn't that what new beginnings are for? If you've created this moment in time for that purpose, and so many of you have added your intention to that belief, then why not jump on board and take a ride with this energy that says, here's your opportunity to be new. Dismiss all the negative interpretations that say some will not be given the chance. Don't don't add your energy to that kind of misleading interpretation of who we are as the souls that we are. It is awareness. It is discernment, not judgment, not condemnation. It is an assimilation of experience for the advancement of the soul. That's what life is about, and that is what you are review processes do. They allow you to take and assimilate the awareness you gain through the experiences you have had. The idea of judgment came from the human beings. The idea of condemnation came from the deepest parts of the fears defining those creating the structures and rituals around the divine truth they were blessed to integrate in their experience. We would not say that they did this on purpose 
to offend or condemn any other human beings in the future. It truly was the fear that misconstrued the divine energy as it was filtered into the human experience. And so, yes, many feel the authenticity of these teachings, and many also feel the um, inconsistencies within their soulful integration of these beliefs. And isn't that divine? And isn't it perfect? For it it makes you feel your way through the experience. It challenges you to not just give in to what you've been told. It challenges you to rely on who you know yourself to be and to find that inner sense of the Creator, not the one you were taught about, not the one that is named and configured in your mind in a certain way because of the upbringing you've had, but rather the energy that you always felt associated with that interpretation. That's what you're looking to find, the energy of the one in you, the energy of the one moving through your experience, guiding you, nudging you, inspiring you. Why would we feel that we had to continue along this path that, that makes us feel so far from this creator, so far from the unconditional love available to us in every moment? No, dear ones, it is time to bring this truth to the surface of your awareness and it is time to find that creative source of life inside of you and to bring it forward with all of the love and intensity that it exists as in you. Open the doors, open the doors, open the doors in the mind and the inspiration will flow. Let yourself believe that there's more and then ask to be shown it. Let yourself believe that in you exists this creative source of life. As you've been told in all of these religions, you are a divine source of inspiration in this world. You are an um, exemplification of this divine creative energy. Every moment of this incarnation, every expression that you make, in some form or another, you are expressing divine energy. (laughs) Now, as you human beings think of this concept and you think of your contemporaries, you have a hard time digesting that one. But you must understand that if not for the divine life force that moved through you, you would not exist. So yes, in every moment, divine life force energy moves through you. What filters do you allow it to come through? How do you affect the definition as it moves into this human experience? Does it have to work its way through the thickness of the fears that you hold on to so tightly? 
Does it come up against the frustrations in logic that hold you in position and do not allow you to see beyond where it is you stand in this moment? Do not allow you to see your ability to move away from what it is you feel so attached to in this moment. Try to configure this in your mind that you are the divine and the divine moves through you and all you do affects how it moves through you, how it gets integrated into this human experience and how it affects the collective consciousness. Configure it in your mind as a permanent way of viewing life, your role in it, and the way you choose to move through it. It's, it's an energy of true redefinition that you're sitting in right now. And you can do with it what you will. You can choose to stay still, sit right in the very position that you've been frustrated in for so long. You can sit there for as long as you like, dear ones, or you can choose to set yourself free, to feel entitled, to exist in a way where you are inspired in every moment to add something productive, positive, and life-affirming to this human experience. It's the way of the future. It's what you're moving into as a collective. It's what the next generation is bringing forward, calling in, and asking you to make way for. How many of you feel that in your reality? How many of you are recognizing what it is these children are putting forth here in this society and how... They continue to come up against the rigidity of the structure that has been created for them. Follow their lead, for they are honoring their truth. Watch them as as they choose to create new ways of being. Don't see it as rebelling against what is, don't see it as not engaging life, but rather see it as an unwillingness to support the status quo, an unwillingness to let go of who they know they are here to be. You have to honor these ones that are putting up the fight with the mainstream right now. Because although they know with great intensity that that is their role here, they do not have that logical interpretation of what it is they are really here to create. But we do. And we are giving you a heads up so you understand who it is you are dealing with that these new ones, they're not going to just fall in line. They're not going to just jump in the box and say, okay, take my gift, my uniqueness, and put it to the side so I can follow along in the systematic way 
that you think will bring me some sense of conformity and acceptance in this society. Oh, how limiting. Oh, how restrictive and self-condemning. And oh, how it is time to shift it up. Oh, how it is time to create a new world, a new global community that understands that we are one, that we are all connected, and that as we see those struggling in other areas of the world, we must see beyond the manifestation of the details of their struggle to the bigger picture, to the energy behind it, the energy pushing to the surface these details so that they can be seen by the human beings for what they are. How many of you feel so alone in your struggles? Begin to reach out to one another without judgment, without any sense of right or wrong in another's experience. Reach out as an open energy of unconditional acceptance, love, support, and compassion. For isn't that what you want for you? Isn't that what you want for those that you love? To know that at any moment they can turn around and experience just that, that unconditional acceptance, that compassionate energy of support that says we are in this together. Make an effort each and every day to extend that to someone that you know needs it. Someone close to you. Maybe someone you don't know. Don't feel that you have to travel travel across the globe into some devastated community and fill their jugs with water and feed them. Ah, yes, if you have the means, please do. But if you don't, please hear this truth, that as you assist your neighbor or the one sitting on the street as you drive by, that each and every action of kindness taken with a selfless desire to create that energy of support in this collective awareness, will be just as, if not more, affecting to the collective experience. You really do know how it works. Each and every one of you knows the benefit of selflessly supporting another who's hurting, who's lost, who feels confused by the predicaments in life. So many are experiencing this now. You're not alone. And if it's not you, and you are feeling fully supported by life, then take that gratitude that you feel for being so supported and share it. Connect the dots. Let your gratitude flow to another so that it can build up in them and flow through them to another. 
time for the individuals in this world to realize their power. To stop feeling like a herd that must follow along what everyone else is doing. To begin to stand up for each other, to begin to stand in each other's presence and honor their process, not judge it. Whatever it is, however their intensity is manifesting in their experience, it was never intended to occur so that you could judge it. It's always a call for you to find that sense of connectedness with another. Not for you to try and interpret what's occurring and what is their best move to make. That's where human beings get lost, you know, trying to think that that we need to figure it out for another and then give them the plan so that they can follow it and find happiness. It's never going to work that way. This experience is for the journey of the self. Each individual must find their own way. All we can do for one another is hold the space, hold each other in an energy of love and support as we move through the process. And it is a process. The idea that we as a collective society are looking to redefine the way humanity experiences being physical. That's a big task and quite a process. Now, some of you understand it as you've moved through it individually on your own. You've seen the devastation that brings about great change that inspires expansive awareness that assists in the alignment of the human being with the purpose of life. And when you think about your individual journeys, you wonder how can this entire globe move through what I've been through? Well, you have to think Am I really that special? Am I really that different? Have I been endowed with some magnificent strength that would allow me to move through it where others couldn't? You see, there goes the mind again. There goes the ego, thinking it's got to be different, got to be special. And there's truth to that as each and every individual human being is unique, is special. And yet none of that specialness was ever meant to make any human being feel better, greater, or above another. It was all always meant to be added to the collective experience so that everybody could benefit from it. Doesn't that give you an idea of what's wrong with this society? This world as a whole. But we're getting it. 
No, not if you're watching mainstream media. You don't see that, but in truth, we're getting it. Beyond the surface, beneath the surface, at the heart and core of who we are as human beings, as souls in physicality, we are waking up to this truth that it's got to change and that it's imploding. That many of the structures in place right now will not be able to sustain the high-frequency energy of a mass wave of awakening. You each know what we're speaking of. As soon as you began to tap into this metaphysical interpretation of life, as soon as you began to seek out more, soulfully, spiritually, you felt a shift immediately. You felt a desire to know more. You felt a desire to continue to tap into this energy, to see what it's all about, because it feels different in you, because you feel different because of it. So think of that. Think of how your limited interpretation of life and all the belief systems that affected that interpretation of life, how you felt before that and how now that you challenge them, now that you bring in this new interpretation of life, this more expansive understanding of who we are as souls, how you feel different, how you view life differently, how it makes you stop, pause, and reconsider what at one time would have appeared to be a natural inclination for you. Hmm. How many of you stop, take a breath, and realize that you are about to take an action that once seemed so natural to you, but in the moment doesn't seem to feel authentic, true, positive, or inspiring? We applaud you. We overwhelm you in gratitude. And we ask you to continue. We ask you to continue each day to view life from the point of view of the soul. In every moment, in every decision and action that you make, ask yourself, is this decision aligned with the higher aspect of me? As a soul, when I leave this body, will I look back at this moment and say, ah, yes, I aligned with my truth and acted from that place of alignment. Oh, dear ones, we implore you to take this challenge and to find it in you each day to make that choice, to make that Space in your mind that allows you to have this conversation with yourself. When you're about to make a decision and you think you know exactly what you need to do, after all of the considerations and intellectualizations are said and done, sit with an empty mind and find your way into your heart and ask your soul, Is this decision I'm making aligned with my truth? 
Will it bring about a positive, inspirational energy that I can then add to this collective experience? Or am I coming from my ego? Am I honoring a fear? Am I allowing the intensity of the situation to blur my view of what is most loving here? As you challenge yourself in this way, really feel into the idea of what it would mean if millions of you did this each day, all day long tapped in, realigned yourself with your truth before you took action, before you spoke, before you engaged in experience, to call forth the most loving energy to move into the experience with, to call forth the awareness that would allow you to know that what it is you are intending is coming from the soul. For when you do this, dear ones, you find life coming up to meet you. You find that when you hold the space to bring the inspiration through you, that the inspiration comes to you and that you're supported in the way that it flows through you. Don't let that logical mind take you to that challenge within where you sit here and you hear this all and you think, well, that's nice for some, but not in my situation, not with what I have to deal with. Oh, no. I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of flexibility. I don't have that kind of freedom. Well, dear one, in those thoughts you create your own prison. Create the time and the space in the mind, and it will be there in your life. But know most definitely, as you are certain you can't, you won't. And if you dismiss this idea, you are the only one limiting yourself. Try it. Fight the inclination on a daily basis to dismiss this idea as ridiculous and try it. Commit to it for a period of time. No less than 21 days commit to it and see how life is flowing. See if it doesn't create opportunities for you. To expand your understand I'm sorry, to expand your understanding of these self perceived limitations that you place on yourself. For all you are doing in those moments is tapping into the divine aspect of you and saying, What do I do here? How can you not have time for that? Now, you may not hear the answer immediately, and that's the issue with many of you. Instant gratification, isn't that what we're all about in physicality in this moment? And yet that is not the way the divine works. 
and you understand that, and that is why we say hold the space for a period of time so that that door remains open and so the inspiration can flow through and show you how it works. You can't open the door and then slam it shut and say, well, why is nothing coming through? Keep the image in your mind of the door. It works. Use it. Know that when you're open to something you haven't figured out logically yet and you hold that door open, it will find a way to get your attention in your physical world reality. It's exactly what this time is for. It's exactly what human beings are looking to master in this moment. The art of cross-dimensional communication that can support a physical world reality driven by spirit. All right, Leah. Woo, if you could just say that last line one more time. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that last line was, the last line was absolutely amazing, but... I'm so excited because I feel like a really good student right now, (laughs) like student to life, I mean. It's so interesting, and I suppose that's divine synchronicity, though. I've really, really been processing that exact thing that we were just talking about in the second part that you were channeling of um, rather than logically deciding throughout our day what we need to do to, like, take a moment of stillness and quiet the mind and listen to what the heart is inspired to do. And I have to say, I'm a single mother of two children, and I work two jobs, and I have a crazy life and a never-ending to-do list, and I've been doing this, like, the last week, all day, every day. And it's interesting, as I've been surrendering to practicing this, where I'm like, okay, I need to go to Bed Bath & Beyond, or I need to do this. I'm like, okay, wait, but my heart really feels like writing or meditating or just sitting in silence. I've realized all this pressure I put on my to-do list, these things I thought I had to get done, like lose some of that stress and importance and weight that I put on them when I choose my soulfully driven actions over them. It's so interesting how it starts to shift naturally, you know? Yes, I do. I do know. I do know and I do know that when you get that inspiration and you don't listen, ah. I've experienced that this week where I really sat with it. I got the answer. It didn't fit with what I was thinking, and I went with what I was thinking. And if I didn't kick my butt the whole way home, (laughs) it was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, I'll be the first to admit it. But I am am agreeing with you, Leah, that the more we do it, the better we get at it. And um, I think that we have to experience those moments where we don't listen and we realize that we – we could have had a much easier time if we had only listened. I think that it's important to have those experiences because then the next time, hopefully, I'll remember this one and not do it again. Right. It's so awesome. It. I actually just wrote a piece. It should be published on Elephant Journal in the next day or so, and it's called The Secret to Finding Your Truth. And the first thing I address is that, well, at the end when I address it, is you throw the find out. You know, it's not you don't ever like find some almighty truth that you write on a business card. It's so much it's so much more simple than that, that it's just taking a deep breath and listening to what your heart wants to do 
Mm-hmm. And it can be so simple as turn off the TV and go outside. And in that moment, that's your truth. And it's, it becomes that connection to your soul. And, like, you just keep practicing it, like they said, and, and know that that door is there and that you can open it and connect. And then things will just really start falling into place once you move with that and really start practicing it and surrendering to living your life that way instead of forcing your way through the day. You mm-hmm. start feeling your way through the day on the heart soul level and it's such a beautiful thing yeah, they will can if you give me a second i want to um channel something i don't know what it is but it's something spurred from what you said ah here it is the issue here leah is that when you speak of being inclined to go outside and tap into nature, well, you know the soul always wants to experience that. But that won't be the case for everyone at all moments. And that's what people think. They think, well, if I tap into spirit, that's all it's going to want to do. It's going to want me to disengage what I am engaged with and move into a meditation or yoga position or out in nature because that's what we're always putting forth because that is a way to nurture the soul. But you see, the soul is not here just for the soul. The soul is here to support the human experience as well. So in times of uncertainty, it does serve the human being as well in human issues. And that's what you want to make sure you understand, that it's not just about allowing yourself to dismiss what it is you see as your practical responsibilities, but rather what we're putting forth here. More than that, in addition to that, is the idea that your soul can assist you in making these physical world decisions, in making these conclusions as far as the direction that you are taking in the moment, in your life, in the big picture, or big big picture or in the instant you are engaging some interaction. It can be as open as this. It does not always have to be about what's best for my soul in this moment. It can be about what's best for my humanness that is aligned with my soul. You see, dear one, you are human. You are all here having these physical world experiences and it's important that you honor that, that you honor that There is no one here saying that everything you give your energy over in the material world is useless and not important. Everything you engage in this life is important. But it's about the way you engage it, how you engage it, how wholeheartedly, how soulfully, and how aware. And when you create that ritual in you that says, as I move through life, I will continually balance my human inclinations with my soulful intentions. Well, dear friends, that's when you truly find balance in this physical world reality. When you use your soul to assist you in making those physical world decisions. It's not always going to be walk away from it all and go out in nature and leave it all behind. Although, for many of you, that is most definitely the most astute option. (laughs) But your soul is aligned with your experience and knows in the moment what it is you are moving through and which direction would suit you, which direction would support what it is you look to gain from the experience. And that's what you want to know. 
that it doesn't have to be so difficult. When you're going through an experience, remind yourself that you're having the experience for the awareness it brings you, not for the perceived difficulties your mind is interpreting it, but for the awareness you can assimilate in your field. For that alone will assist you in moving through life with the grace and ease you look to engage life with. Hmm. Good point, Halia. No, and I, it's so amazing, too. I'm glad that they put that out there and made that clear. And I do think that's part of the dance because, for me, I'm probably the opposite, where most people their logic tells them to go to work. My logic tells me to play hooky every day. (laughs) So for me, if you could believe it, sometimes my soulful truth connecting to, you know, the human Leah and my soulful, soulful truth is to actually go to work because it isn't in line with like what I need to manifest in my life right now. And like what, you know, avenues I'm going to create or who I'm going to meet or whatever it may be. So it's so true. It's not always about, you know, you know, taking the day off and doing yoga all day or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It sometimes is, well, you know, today your highest good or, you know, the marry of your humanness with your soulfulness is to whatever it may be, you know, go mm-hmm. to work today or do this task or that task because it's not, uh, you know, we're never going to, at least in this human body, not be human. You know what I mean? So yeah. it is definitely always finding that marriage and the balance of being both, you know? So that's that's awesome. I also just want to address as well, because in the beginning you were kind of some, it was kind of somewhere else a little bit in the beginning. It was talking a lot about um, like acts of kindness and how we can touch people near us and just little acts of kindness, basically, to people that are around us, a simple smile or a loving gesture or just reaching out to someone that you know that needs it. It's these little things that when multiplied, you know, you think I'm just one person, what's one act of kindness? But if one person and one act, you know, it multiplies by millions and you just start shifting the collective. And it's, I just want to address that because I thought that it was so beautiful how they spoke about that. Okay. All right, listen to this. <clears throat> so so many people are feeling the intensity of the shift right now. <clears throat> so many people are feeling inconsistency within themselves. Even those that have always felt so certain about who they are, it's an unnerving time to be alive for so many different reasons, logically and beyond logic. And that's what you really want to remember that many people keep it inside. Many people are not willing to share what it is they are feeling or how intense they are feeling inside, which is why we recommend that you add your compassion, your energy of love and support anywhere you can, anywhere you see another uncertain, another in pain or another in need. You want to extend yourself and you want to remind yourself that that's what we are here for. Yes, if you need to serve the ego, then you can let the ego know that every act of kindness you do is energetically stored in a bank and that as you need it, you can tap into that reserve and receive. 
that kind of support. So you can know that's what you're building, a bank of support. But but you also want to remember that that bank will be open to anyone that needs it if you extend that invitation. That's where we're looking for you to begin to manipulate your creative energy with the idea that this isn't just for me, that the ego may need to feel important and um, appreciated by the individuals that you're extending your energy to. But the soul doesn't need that. The soul just wants to serve. And that's the part of each of you we are inspiring you to find. For that's the part of you that is your truth, the part of you that knows we are here to support one another, the part of you that knows that if I have extra and you have less, I give you more. It's where we open the door and let the energy of our true connected nature flow. Through these acts of kindness, we're creating a wave in this world, and it's important. It's important that the wave come from you, the human beings, not that we here in spirit continue to overwhelm you as we assimilate these high frequency and energies into your field but that you call it in, but that you create the ripples, that the ripples connect to one another and they create the wave. Can you see that that is really the way we're going to change this experience from the inside out with you? The warriors of truth and physicality that came to be a part of this time in history. See your part as important as it is. For in the future, you'll be in the history books. This generation will be remembered as the ones who stood up for their soul, as the ones who realized their truth. Take your position in that now. See it for what it is. You're on the front lines, and your ammunition is your love, your compassion your sense of connectedness to one another. Look in another's eyes and you'll see your truth. And then think about... Think about how many people will not look at each other in their eyes. And wonder why. Why we can't hold that gaze for too long I love that there was like so much I just took from that that was so inspiring of being warriors of truth and being on the front line as those who finally stood up for the soul and love and compassion is the ammunition like just so beautiful and so powerful Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on a second. We we give you these words, dear Leah, for they work. For the people that are here now don't understand the importance of what it is they are experiencing now. Just as so many have experienced in previous generations of major change or previous times of major change, the average individual human being wasn't quite aware of how major their role was in all of it. But because of the awareness that we share, because of your realizations now, 
that your intentional frequency moves into the collective energy and affects on a grand scale the movements of this human experience. Well, now we are beginning to feel the importance of our individual intentions. And that's when we begin to realize that we have power and that it doesn't have to come with great force, that it doesn't have to be about brute strength, but rather intentional integrity. Ah, that is what we aspire to exist as. Intentional energy of integrity. That's how we create a life that sustains the truth of who we are. That's how we create a physical world reality where a soul is allowed to be. Laura, I love that. And I feel we have just a few minutes left, but I wanted to address this because I feel like it kind of fits in with this. But one of our listeners tonight, Kim, calling from Boston at the beginning of the show, um, asked me about animals right now and their take with everything that's going on on Earth. And I feel like this channel has taken it to a global movement and, you know, that we are warriors of truth and that we're here to shift everything. And I feel like it kind of fits in a little bit to maybe ask you that as, like, where they're fitting in with us, uh, offering, you know, their support in this transition and time right now as we Mm -hmm, try mm -hmm. and move it's interesting to bring up the animal kingdom as they have so many different roles here and each play a different part in what it is they are affecting and how it is they are affecting uh, not just the human experience but the universal experience. Hmm. You see, so many human beings think, well, what are the animals trying to tell us? What are they teaching us? What are they showing us? And isn't that so egotistically based? Maybe, just maybe, it's not just about the human being. Maybe it's about the collective energy that we're all a part of. And maybe they're trying to balance some of the negativity that the human beings are swimming in. And maybe it's getting intense for them. Maybe some of them are feeling it more intensely than others. The ones that are more integrated into the human experience, the ones that are feeling this great dissonance in the human being itself and trying to hold a space for the human to find its way to its truth. So many of the animals play that role for us, you know. They show us who we could be if we would just allow ourselves to be. So there are many different roles that the animals are are playing right now, and they are, yes, most certainly feeling the intensity, but they're doing it in their own ways, and that's what you want to become aware of. Who's getting your attention and how... Um, 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 oh gosh, I don't know what I want to say, how demonstrative, how um, intensely are they trying to attract your attention. And as you notice this, look at how they are experiencing life and wonder, is there some similarity here? Is there some energy I can gain from these little ones or these big ones even? Can I watch what they're doing and see, is it representing what's occurring across the globe? Are they trying to balance the energies for us? What is it that they are trying to teach us? Don't worry about the logical interpretation of it. Just honor them for their willingness to be here as a part of this inspirational shift in our collective experience. 
They truly are profoundly affected by the human experience, and we want to honor them and love them and support them as they support us. That is so perfect, and we're ending the show on that note. It was beautiful once again. Thank you so much, Laura, for offering our channel tonight. Thank you, Dodie, for starting us off so beautifully and peace. And thank You're you, everybody, welcome. for tuning in. We'll see everybody Wednesday or speak or meet you in spirit, whatever that is, uh, Wednesday, October 1st for our midday getaway. Have a lovely evening. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>